Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to The Rollers Guild, episode 17 of The Gilded City. Uh, uh, last time was a uh, was a very fun one. Uh, long one, but I hope you all enjoyed our party's lovely time at the Midwinter Ball. Um, so if you enjoyed that episode and you're looking forward to this episode and all the episodes still to come, please make sure that you lead a, leave us a, a like, uh, leave us a comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow the podcast, share with everybody that you know that you think would like it, um, and follow us on social media at Rollers Guild D&D on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, but I think that is it. So we will go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of The Gilded City. After successfully completing the Blood Peak heist, the party delivered the information they had found to Freedom and her associates. Freedom thanked them and officially inducted the party into the harbors after some trepidation from some members of the party. Uh, after concluding business with Freedom by selecting their next target, the party left, only to reconvene on midwinter for Congressman Herb Davis's midwinter ball. While there, uh, there were some intriguing interactions, to say the least. Uh, but everybody left the ball having had a lovely time, looking forward to what's next for them. And of course, after dropping off everybody back home, Artemis turned around and slept with Congressman Herb, da Herb Davis. As you do. As I you do. It. Listen, it was cute. Barely any information. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, Freedom had asked you all to, um, you know, be patient for the next couple 10 days 
while uh, uh, Mavrius, the uh, uh, magistrate that's involved with the Harpers, um, worked on uh, uh, pursuing the the Bloodkeith um, case uh, uh, further, really get the ball rolling on that. And in the meantime, Freedom was going to do some research on your next target, uh, Diero Marivaldi. So you've got uh, two 10 days of downtime to spend. So we'll just go through um, real quick what each of you are doing during that time. Uh, and we'll do like one or two scenes um, for each person and then uh, uh, pick up with the next leg of the adventure at the end of this uh, two 10 days of downtime. Cool. Um, cool. So first up, we will actually start with Artemis. So Artemis, what are you focusing on during this uh, uh, this period, this 20 days of downtime? Right. <clears throat> okay, well, now that there's a list of targets... Oh, sorry. Uh, let me interrupt real quick again. I forgot to mention, the day of the Blood Keith heist was everybody's last payday. Oh. So... Money. Uh, That's important. Yes. So, um, as a reminder, Nyx, you can add 10 talents. Uh, uh, Bowman, you can add 10 talents. Penny, this was before your raise, so this, this one is still 25 talents. Octavia, 200 talents. Janara, your uh, uh, fund has been, um, has been reset. Um, and then Artemis, because uh, we are still seeing... Um, how how pleased with your work your brother is. Go ahead mm -hmm. and roll a uh, persuasion check for me for how well you were able to sell um, Bright Shield vintage. vintage. Do you want me to use level four um, bonus or level five? Oh yeah, that's true. Go ahead and use level four bonus. Okay. Um, that would be an 18. An 18, okay. Uh, this time you um, you receive the payment from your brother. Uh, thick envelope with the in there with the bills is a very short letter from your brother Dagrin that says, "Much better work, brother dear. Your allowance has been restored, um, and you get two hundred and seventy-five talents." Oof. Oh, great. So now we move into that period of downtime. Artemis, nice. what are you doing? <laughs> well, first I will send a cordial thanks letter <laughs> uh -huh. to him. Um, also want to slip in there a question on if he plans on seeing Waterdeep anytime soon. Yeah. Just yeah. ask. Kind of fishing for that but okay in general um so now that we've <clears throat> now that we've got like things brewing mm -hmm. artemis definitely I, I imagine i'm going to run into more uh excitement so um the last couple times the spells haven't exactly always been landing um and people keep getting knocked down in a fight so I want to follow a bit of lore that I know from a song. 
Um, specifically, I'm looking, there's an instrument used by some of the greatest adventuring bards of old to like craft their songs. So I want to do some research um, in both tinkering with my own instruments to try mm -hmm. to find, you know, the right arcane melodies, but also yeah. maybe even go and do some, you know, book reading um, or talk to uh -huh. even uh, that the guy I met at the party, the Open Lord's mage friend. Okay. If I can find that connection. Yeah. Um, kind of see what they know. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And so... Um... And just to be clear, what you're looking to craft is the Rhythm Maker's drum, correct? Is the Rhythm Maker's drum, if I can put it onto my own instruments at all, which is not a drum, mm -hmm. sure. um, that would be preferable. Okay. But yeah. Um, yeah. So you start doing some research into this. Um, you know, just from your earth, like, you know, just from, just from your preliminary research that this is going to require spending a fair bit of money on materials um, in order to make this a possibility. But yeah, you start looking around. Go ahead and make for me... Let's call this... I guess it depends on what you think Artemis would be more... would be doing more. Mm. Is Artemis going to be spending more time in, like, libraries? And if so, that's an investigation check. Or if you think Artemis is going to spend more time trying to like use what connections he can to get somebody to tell him the information he needs, make a persuasion check. Yeah, he's not a very bookish person, much to his father's disappointment. Mm. Um, so I think he'll start off with the books, get bored, and try to work the persuasion okay. angle. Great. Yeah, go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. Let's see, uh, 24. 24, okay, yeah. Um, I would say, I would say uh, uh, that you, um, you only met uh, uh, the Open Lord's Archmage friend mm -hmm. um, once, but you also have a uh, connection with Congressman Herb Davis who is not interested in anything serious, but enjoyed the evening that the two of you spent together. Glad we're on the same page. Um, and uh, he, uh, uh, he uses his connections to get you a meeting with Archmage Amos Durant. Amos Durant, that's his name. Okay. Um, so you uh, uh, you go to Amos's um, home, which is a wizard tower in the Terrace Ward. Now, the Terrace Ward of the city is not a ward that people outside of arcane circles frequently visit. Uh, the Terrace Ward is home to the vast majority of mages that live in the city. There are some that live in different locations, um, right? Uh, uh, Leaf, of course, uh, uh, lives elsewhere in the city. Um, Thomas Evenwood, who's an inventor, but is also a practitioner of the arcane arts, lives in the, um, 
Sea Ward, uh, uh, just as a couple um, more well-known wizards who live in the city examples. Um, but most of them live in the Terrace Ward. Terrace Ward is also home to uh, the uh, Magic Academies based in Waterdeep and thus is home to a lot of uh, businesses that cater to students and, and mm. professors and other academics. Uh, the Terrace Ward is built on the steepest parts of the slope of Mount Waterdeep. Um, so thus the name, the Terrace Ward, yes. the roads are very, very hilly. And so almost all the buildings are built out on terraces that have been built into the uh, built into the mountainside. And the very, very top of Mount Waterdeep is the uh, a roosting point of the city's famous Griffin Cavalry, um, which work with the police force. Uh, but you make your way into this part of town uh, between, you know, because this is an area of the city that is mostly inhabited by wizards and other mages, uh, they all have an extremely eclectic architectural taste. Oh, um, I love this. Everybody's, everybody seems like every, each wizard tower you pass by, and there's, you know, a bunch, there's probably dozens of them in this part of town. Not everything here is a wizard tower, but there's dozens of wizard towers here. And they all, all every single wizard tower seems like it's trying to show up all the other wizard towers. So there's wizard towers built at like weird angles. Uh, uh, you see one that has like 15 telescopes sticking out at different points up and down the actual tower itself. You pass by one tower that just, it's just a tree though, but you see like windows built into the side of the tree. Um, you know, all sorts of crazy colors. You pass by one tower that literally a uh, 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 color that changes color like regularly, like in a wave every like 30 seconds, a new color covers the tower. Um, and as you make your way through this place, uh, uh, following um, to, you know, the directions that you received to Amos's wizard tower, uh, you eventually arrive at uh, a more understated wizard tower. It's certainly a nice, um, a very nice uh, looking tower. It's got a very uh, uh, impressive uh, garden outside, um, fenced in with sort of a, a, a wrought iron gate. Um, and the base of the tower is, is, is a little bit wider, more like an actual home of some kind. Uh, but then of course, huge tower sticking up out of the center of it, um, tall, straight, and uh, made out of sort of a, a more of a, a like a, a very white stone. Um, goes all the way up to like a peaked uh, a red gabled roof. Hmm. Um, and as you approach the front door um, and knock, uh, 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 there's a brief moment before the uh, door opens, um, but you don't see anybody on the other side of the door. And you just hear a voice, uh, a call from further in. Um, uh, step on inside. Uh, oh, this is not the voice I gave him uh, last time. Hold on. <clears throat> uh, step, step on inside. 
First door on your left brings you right into the sitting room. Uh, thank, thank you. I'm just gonna kind of nod a little bit everywhere. And uh -huh. kind of yeah, and you enter, you enter sort of a just <clears throat> entry area. Um, you know, you're you're in sort of a, a a hall that seems to go down the center of like the house part, and you can see right in the center of this hall is a um, a spiral metal staircase that disappears into the ceiling. Uh, you imagine based on the positioning into the actual tower part. Um, there's some you see some paintings on the wall, uh, some of. Uh, landscapes, some of magical creatures, some of um, individuals. Every once in a while, you swear out of the corner of your eye, you see a painting moving, but as soon as you look, it's stock still. Freaking Hogwarts, man. Um, but you, you, there is a, an obvious door uh, right on your left. Step through into a large, comfortable uh, sitting room, um, blazing fireplace, sort of very nice purple armchairs, and uh, a couch in here, um, you know, uh, a sort of a center table which has some uh, uh, tea prepared on it, as well as some uh, uh, biscuits of various sorts. And uh, Archmage Amos Durant is sitting there. Uh, as a reminder of what he looks like, um, you know, very tall, uh, dark-skinned human man, um, 30s or 40s, uh, uh, He's got a uh, long dark hair that he keeps in braid. He keeps in braids, um, which he has sort of pulled back behind his head, uh, and he's got beads woven into his hair. Um, today he is wearing just sort of a a, a very like casual um, robes. Um, uh, you know, the last time you saw him at the at the party uh, at the midwinter party a couple days ago. Um, he was wearing like these very formal, nicely put together blue and silver wizard's robes. Uh, today he's wearing just some like simple uh, uh, beige uh, uh, wizard's robes um, and some, you know, comfortable slippers. Uh, the beads in his hair have changed color to match his robes. Um, and his eyes, which you saw were glowing blue to match his robes the other night at the Midwinter Ball, are just a, a, a natural uh, deep brown uh, now. Right. Ah, yes, uh, Mr. Brightshield, I assume? Archmage Durant, thank you so much for seeing me. So of Pleasure. course, of course, have a seat, have a seat. Take one yes, of uh, Congressman Davis reached out, said you were doing some uh, arcane research that I might be able to help with. Indeed, uh, that's the hope. Um, and I explain yeah. um, that I've heard of this and this this instrument from several other um, bards of old. I've been following these stories and songs my whole life, much like I imagine you know you have followed the weaving scholarship of the arcane. It's my curiosity I'm hoping to follow. I was wondering if you had any information that could perhaps help me in my abilities of crafting such an item, or if you happened to have one on you, even. Well, uh, I, I'm afraid I wouldn't have much use for a bardic instrument. My, unlike you, my magic comes, as you say, from intense study of the weave and how to manipulate it. But uh, I can, I, there, I perhaps have some things that might be able to help you. Um, some books on uh, 
enchantments of of magical items and um, that sort of thing. I'd be happy to loan you uh, a tome or two that I think might prove useful to your endeavors. That would be very helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Is, is there anything I can I can do to and, and thanks for this? Oh, think nothing of it. Think nothing of it. Um, very easy for me to do. Can, uh, I'll consider it uh, as a favor to to the congressman. He's been a a good friend and ally to the open lord, and any friend and ally to the open lord is a friend of mine. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you so much. Of course. Um, if you would just uh, wait patiently, I will go see if I can find some books that actually. He thinks for a moment. I think I know which books I I, I, sh- I should loan you. I, I, I don't think I need to go look at them myself. And you see him, uh, uh, his hands and fingers move, and you see sort of uh, this series of uh, arcane runes appear in the air between his hands as he does. Um, and uh, uh, after the runes fade, he's like, it'll be just a moment and the books should be right down. Um, now, of course, you understand that enchantment of magical items, um, is, uh, well, a couple things. Number one, it can be quite expensive. Um, Mm. I hope you know some places where you can procure the supplies that you may need. Um, and secondly, of course, I, I always have to ask in my capacity, about uh, uh, just about your magic license certification. Oh, yes, of, of course, of course. Well, you know, I'd almost forgotten about it. It's just something that renew regularly. So uh, uh, of course, everything about this and to keep you, the Congresswoman and the Open Lord safe will be above the books and following it to the letter. Uh, yeah. Do you uh, need a deception check? Yeah, I do need a deception uh-huh. check. Uh, 27. All right, fair enough. I just, you know, figured I'd check. The of course, of course. Magic license. You wouldn't be doing your job otherwise. Exactly, exactly, yes. Uh, a uh, moment passes, door opens into the room, and uh, a stack of, um, like five books just comes like floating in uh, mm-hmm. and like passed into your hands as if somebody were handing them to you, but you don't see anybody. <clears throat> Thank you. You're very Thank welcome. You. Best of luck. And uh, if your enchantment process is successful, um, please come show me the final results. I'd be interested in seeing. More than happy when I return these, of course. Um, and I'll get the, the name of the place, of any places that he might know to get these supplies. Yeah, yeah, he gives you, he gives you several shops. places, a couple shops in the Terrace Ward. He does let you know that, of course, uh, you will need to bring your magic license with you to purchase things there. Convenient. Great. Now, here's the thing. Artemis does know a place where he doesn't need a magic license. Uh-huh. So... Yeah. Great. Um, 
with that Artemis, you spend the next uh the 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 rest of this downtime. Yeah, during the days on this magic item during the days. Yes. Um and I will just go ahead and say that you are probably you because of uh your magic license status, uh you will um have to go to snap to get most of your supplies but that's easy enough he knows who you are he's willing to sell to you um so there's that also in the middle of this you know two ten day period there is of course another um allowance day um now i believe that this since this is an uncommon magic item that you are crafting um That is a uh, uh, 28 hour days, which you've got, you know, t- two 10 days. So that's 20, 20 days. Um, so you've got the time and then the total cost, and you, I would assume you can spread out that cost over the period of time. But the total cost to make an uncommon magic item uh, is going to be 500 gold pieces. Yuck. All right. Great. And you said, is it is it the is it 175 or 275 that comes in again? 275 would come in again. Comes in again. Okay, let me add that first. Boink. And now subtract 500, you said? Yes. Great. I was so rich. Remove. Okay. Um, And then, so you do that during the day. It's an eight-hour work day. You are sort of tired and worn out, especially mentally at the end of each of these days. Um, yeah. But... Uh, um, what are you doing in the evenings? For the evenings, um, I want to um, I want to try and earn my keep at some sort of finer establishment um, okay. by playing and entertaining, and of okay. course promoting the wine um, to to not only like gain a little more standing within the city, yeah, but also I mean, among the nobility, but also to maybe understand them a little more and just keep an eye out for if anyone understands or feels the same sort of ways that my friends have been mentioning see if anyone understands that sure just yeah, go. in general not bringing attention to it yeah. but just trying to get to know folks mostly trying to get a place to earn my pipes sure yeah go ahead and make a performance check for 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 this period we'll just do one performance check for this period right um Ooh. You can recoup, hopefully, a little bit of money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Performance, performance, performance. I don't know what that one is. Uh, that is uh, 17. 17. Pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, you start making inroads at, at sort of a, a you know, nicer um, establishment in, in sort of the richer parts of town. Um, and, yeah, you, you make, uh, I would say, over the course of the, you know, two 10 days for the 17... Um, uh, let's say you make, uh, you make back 160 talents, um, very, very successful, um, uh, uh, you know, two, two, 10 days of of performances. And just in terms of like keeping your ear to the ground on, on what the uh, wealthy folks of the city seem to be feeling and thinking and that sort of thing, um, you know, there are certainly some who have very paternalistic uh, um, 
series of thoughts and feelings about the poor of the city of like, oh, you know, those, those poor, those poor, poor people, you know, yeah, we should do what we can to educate them and lift them up out of their, out of their squalor, because, you know, they often, unfortunately, don't know what's best for them, so we should really help guide them, you know, that very, like, paternalistic approach. Sure. Uh, you get some, you know, some people who have just an extremely just vile attitude towards poor folks, you know, poor folks are poor because they're lazy, poor folks are poor because they deserve to be poor, poor folks are poor because they don't work hard enough, you know, those, those sorts of things. I mean, you know, sort of running the, running the gamut. Um, The, the, you get the sense that very, very few of the people in these, in, in this establishment and in other establishments that visit during this time, you get the sense that very, very few of them have ever actually spent any time getting to know anybody outside of their own social class. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Great. Um, okay. Weeks. Um, can I, so do I add basically the drum to inventory? Uh, yes, successful? actually, actually let's do, uh, let's do for the hell of it, make, uh, an arcana check and I will let you make it with it with advantage. Um, because you got some really, really good instructional manuals from, uh, uh Archmage Amos Durant. Okay. Ooh, that's good. That's good that it's at advantage, because that was bad. Hey, that's the natural 20 for 22. Very nice. Yes, uh, with that, you are able to apply the enchantment of um, the Rhythm Maker's Drum to a uh, an instrument of your choice that you, that you own. I think I'm going to choose my mandolin. Excellent. So yeah, now your mandolin has the properties of the Rhythm Maker's Drum. Right. The magical properties. I mean, it's still a mandolin. It's not a drum, yeah. but <laughs> Artemis shows up to the next battle and just starts. Mandolin. Banging. He's got. He's got like. He's, he's got like a one man band set up now. Yeah. <laughs> Real um, stealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Excellent. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Next up, Penny. What's Penny's plan during these two ten days? Um, well, one thing, one thing Penny's doing is going with Octavia to the cliff ward to see Donald McCready, who was a contact given from yep. here. Yeah. Um, when we'll, we'll do, we'll do that with okay. both of you in, 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 in a, in a moment, but I want to okay. uh, go well, through the other stuff that you would might be doing on your own. Penny is basically, she's got four days to save the house because mm-hmm. I am thinking that's about all I have because I have until the fourth of the claw of winter and I think we're at the first of the claw of winter now. Yep. Yep. So uh, I have four days. Yes. Uh, how much money has Penny been able to squirrel away for this? Penny purpose? has 1,303 talents. So I need 1,039 more. So I'm hoping um, she's going to talk to her dad because, uh, right, he has a retirement plan or a savings account, I'm sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. So the the evening of the first, this is the day your twin brothers get back to town. Um, you all gather together 
for a uh, family meeting about uh, how you can attempt to save the house. Uh, your older twin brothers um, are Peter Presswell Jr. and Paul Presswell, uh, a very uh, uh, P name family. Um, obviously, because they are twins, they look very, very similar. Um, they're both a few years older than you, um, both, you know, in their, in their 20s now. Uh, they've got, uh, 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 Peter has sort of, um, you know, bright auburn hair, green eyes, and freckles, uh, and he's trying, he's like grown out his facial hair a little bit, uh, you think in an attempt to hide the freckles, um, and he has, uh, uh, he also has the, the big distinguishing feature between him and Paul um, is that uh, 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 Peter's nose is slightly twisted to the left and Paul's nose is slightly twisted to the right. Uh, both incidents of the, both caused by the same fight that they had when they were younger and they broke each other's noses but in opposite directions <laughs> um stupid cute <laughs> but uh, uh paul looks uh, basically the same he even has grown out some scruffy facial hair just like peter um so you know the four of you all uh all gather around the um the kitchen table um to discuss uh, 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 the house. And, uh, you know, you come in, it's been a little bit since you've seen Peter and Paul, they just got reassigned back to Waterdeep, and um, they've been, they've been in the, uh, uh, in the army, um, but, uh, you know, they come over to you and hug you, and, uh, ah, how you doing, Penny? I am great. I'm great. How are you? How are you two? Doing, doing pretty good. Yeah, can't complain. Well, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Um, how's working at the paper going? Great. It's really great. Uh, I am working um, with someone else who's been in the paper a little bit longer, um, and we're working on some really interesting stories. I actually got a raise, so I kind of got like a little promotion. Uh, but things are going really well. I yeah, I'm happy there. That's really that's really exciting. Thank you. Um, but you know, as as sort of uh, you all settle in to talk about it, uh, your father Peter Senior um, speaks up. Right. So I was laid off. Um, because Mr. Evenwood has deemed my, uh, position at the company redundant with his new automatons, um, moving into the factory. And the bank has decided to collect the remainder of what I owe on the mortgage. Um, so I don't know if we can save the house. We have until 
the fourth to pay the remainder of what I owe to the bank, which is 2,342 talents. Um, that is, um, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a lot of money. Um, that's, that's about what I used to make in a year. Um, so, um, I don't know what we can do. Um, perhaps we can, um, you know, see if we can maybe move into a smaller house. Um, I can try to find another job. Um, and if, you know, the three of you would be willing to, to help with the bills, uh, we can, we can make it work, but I, I don't see how we can save the house. Um, and we'll probably have to sell some of your mother's, uh, things in order to even afford that. At this point, uh, uh, Peter Jr. Uh, pipes up and says, well, um, Dad, uh, uh, just so you know, um, you know, when you first uh, uh, contacted us about, about what was going on, um, you know, we, we asked around in our unit, um, uh, you know, if there was anybody who, who might be able to help out. And uh, we actually got quite a few donations, including actually from the, uh, the general who, who gave us uh, a pretty sizable um, chunk of money. Um, so, you know, it, it's not enough to cover the whole thing, but um, we were able to raise 500 um, towards saving the house or towards saving the house. Um, and Peter pushes just a, you know, a, a, like a rubber banded stack of bills into the center of the table. Um, thank you, boys, that, um, thank you, um, that's a lot, uh, we may be able to save your mother's things, we'll still probably have to move into a new place, but. Dad, do you have any money saved? Um. I have, I have a little bit, but not enough to make up the difference here. How much do you have? Oh, um, 250. Okay. So bear with me here. Um, okay. So first of all, P. Jr., Paul, the 500 talents, that's great. That's awesome. I'm sure that was not easy to do. I know we have been always a very proud family and it's hard to ask for help. So I commend you two for doing that. I think that's very brave of you. Um, do we... Would we, hypothetically, 
if I could get the money, if I could get the remaining whatever $2,342 minus 750 is, if I could get that money, do we feel like we are all on board with saving the house? Absolutely. And yeah, they all nod. Okay. This is where we raise you kids. This is, I don't know. Yeah, I'd love to save the house. I just, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna be really real with you two, or with you three. Um, I have over a thousand talents right now. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's fine. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. I am a respectable journalist. Okay. I make a lot of money. All right. You guys never believed in my writing career. And now here I am about to save this goddamn house. <laughs> um, I, okay. So I have 1300. Hold on. Let me, let me get my, definitely not Zuzi's phone. It's definitely a pen and paper. Hold on. So 2342 minus 750 minus 1303. Okay. So we're 289 talents short of saving the house. Uh, Do we yeah, have? Yeah, they they like check check your scribblings on the paper. Oh yeah, and then I'm gonna pull out the the letter that I wrote for the midwinter ball, and I'm gonna like unfurl it and then put that money down, and then I'm gonna take the letter and look at it and be like, we don't need to look at that. What was on that letter? No, it was just it was something stupid. Don't worry about it. And then I'm gonna pull out another hundred talents from the leather night, and I put that down. This is all from the paper, okay. It's all from the paper. Um, Make a deception check for me, please. Please. It's a seven. (laughs) Your father does not clock that you're lying, (laughs) but both your brothers catch your eye and give you a... That's all that matters, okay? As long as my dad doesn't know. I can talk to my brothers later, that's fine. Okay, so we're 289 talents short. We're saving this house. Do we have any ideas? I have some backup plans, but I'm just, I would like that to be like plan Z. Um, uh, I mean, we could try to sell some of our belongings. I don't know how much any of the things here could be, would be worth, but we could try to sell some things maybe. Do a, like a, Yard sale? I hate that idea. That's a terrible idea. Anything else? We don't have any other ideas? The 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 twins are like we totally exhausted our social network pen. <laughs> okay. Do we have any alcohol in this house? Uh your father's like, um, I and then yeah, uh Paul pulls out a flask and hands it to you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to drink whatever that is. Uh-huh. It's real nasty, but. Wonderful. It does and I'm going to put it down and then I'm going to be like, I'll be back in a, in a couple hours with 300 talents. And then I'm just going to be like, walk out of the house. 
Okay. And then I'm gonna turn back and ask like, no one touch anything. Nothing gets sold. Don't go into mom's shit. Don't touch anything until I get back. Okay. Uh, okay. And then I'm gonna go over. I'll kiss all of them on the heads. So uh -huh. tell them I love them. Uh -huh. Um. Uh, and then how how far away is Janara's house? You know where Janara's house is. It's a it's a bit of a walk, but okay. yeah, you you can get there or take the trolley or what have you. So does the trolley cost money? Because we're kind of in some cost saving measures. Uh, right you know, the trolley does cost money. So <laughs> 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 uh, it is quite a trek across the city. Your feet are sore. You are tired, but you do eventually make it to Janara's uh, estate. Okay, I'm going to knock on the door. Uh, Joyce is going to go get the door. Yeah, Joyce Joyce comes and it's like, oh, um, hello, uh, Miss Presswell. Hello, Joyce. You're looking lovely as always. It's amazing to see you. How are you doing? Is Janara uh, home? Um, yes, I, I believe so. Great. That's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Do I need an appointment to see her? I'm sorry I didn't know. No, you're her friend. You don't need okay. an appointment to see your friend. I didn't know if I needed Jeez. an appointment. Uh, yeah, Joyce brings you inside, uh, Janara, where, you know, this is like, this I'm is, downstairs yeah, this is, this is actually middle of the day, the day after midwinter ball. This is the I'm first. Training. So yeah, uh, uh, you know, Artemis at this point, middle of the day is probably waking up in Herb Davis's bed. Everybody else is recovering from their hangovers if they have them. Um, anyway. Penny, you you go and find uh, uh, Janara training in the training room. Hi, Janara. Knock, 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 knock. Hi, come Hi. in. Hi, are how you are here you? to train? Um, no, I'm not. No, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. We do have that. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, how are you? Are you good? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Can I get you anything? I'm at your house. Never mind. Hold uh, on. Yeah. Okay. Can I get you anything? No, no. Well, you can't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> can I talk to you for a second? Uh, yeah, you're here. Okay. Uh, if the door's not closed, I'm going to close the door, even though no one's around. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to be very honest with you. Okay. And I need you not to tell anyone you've ever met what I'm about to talk to you about. Okay. Can you promise me you're not going to tell anyone? I promise. No one in the rest of the secret organization are involved in. If you need me to keep a secret, I will keep a secret. Okay. Um, so Penny's like on the brink of tears right now. Like she is mm -hmm. definitely like hasn't been sleeping well, is extremely anxious, is extremely depressed. She's looking real not good. She's straight up not having a good time. Is it noticeable? Or do I need to roll? Penny's definitely like a little, right. she's like crying probably a little okay. bit. Okay. She's probably already crying. Yeah, don't, don't roll. This is easy. <laughs> right. You okay. also already clocked a few days ago that something was going on with Penny. Right. Yeah. Um, I hate to do this. This is against everything that I've ever believed in. Um, and I hate that I'm in this position. And I hate that I'm asking you because this is so stupid because like, I, I even though we're not like friends, we're like coworkers. And I feel like this is so ridiculous of me to ask something this is Penny, absolutely Penny, insane. Penny, 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 we're friends. I hate that you said that because now I feel like I'm being, I'm taking advantage of my friends. No, what, what? My 
family home hypothetically is getting foreclosed on in like four days. Um, and I need 2,342 talents and I've raised, I have gotten 1,300 talents and my brothers went to the army and asked them and they gave them 500, which if you're asking me is like, that's ridiculous. Like really 500, that's what you got. There's two of you. There's one of me and I got over a thousand, but that's beside the point. We can talk about that another time. I, we don't have time, Jannar. My dad, he has like 250, which again, like, why weren't you saving? Like, what were you spending your money on? I don't even under, it's so hard to money. It's so hard. Um, How much do you need? I need 289 talents. And listen, I just got a promotion at the paper. You have my next 70 paychecks for however long. If you need interest, it's we can work that out. No, if you want no. a child no, no, no. from me, that's no, no. fine. I can do that. <laughs> not now, but soon. Not. No, it's a gift. No, it cannot be. Janara, I'm serious. It cannot be a gift. I will you never. You have to come and trade here once a week for the next 10, 10 days with me. Will I have to jog? <laughs> no, you'll have to punch things. There's no area to run around in here. at least let me pay back half of it, please. And the mandatory training. I'm going to consider your training to be your part-time job and your time is how you're going to be paying me back. Okay. Right? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna give you some money because I, Assuming you walked here so that you can also get home. No, so. I took, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not some common person. I took hey. the trolley. She says that she's like very sweaty. I'm giving you 300. Take the trolley back. Don't walk. Okay. 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 Please don't tell anyone about this. This is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened in my life. And my life has been full of embarrassing situations. I'm not going to tell anyone. And since we're being honest, by the way, I, I know you were really upset when some money showed up, but that was a gift from Joyce. And it's fine. Why does Joyce, doesn't Joyce work for you? Yeah, my parents give her money. Just like my parents give me money. Do your parents really make that much money? She doesn't work for free. That's a lot of money. Why am I working at the paper when I could just be a Joyce? There we go. <laughs> because you love it and you're good at it. She just gave me four. That's okay. At least let me pay Joyce back. No, no. Okay, it's well, from my parents. I will, they, they don't need it. Then I'll pay your parents back. Uh, they don't need the money. I'll pay. I will work out. I'll slowly give you. You're trading here once a week. That's your new part time job. I'll see you for the next 10, 10 days. Okay. Thank you, Janara.
Great. Get home safe. Thank you. And she's gonna be walking away. She's like, thank you. I'm really sorry, by the way. I value our, I value our newfound friendship. It's I'm not good at the friendship thing. I value this, and I'm very sorry. The first act of friendship that I did was ask you for 300 talents. Um, this this is not reflect my act of friendship. friendship. You're good. Okay, bye. Thank you. And then she's gonna leave. Uh, with the 300 talents, one talent to trolley back home. Uh, he's leaving you ten tap ten it whole one talent to go spare. on the trolley. Yeah, it's not expensive. What? Um, leaving you ten whole extra talents of that three hundred. You return back home, and exactly meet the requirement to pay back the debt. You get to keep your family home, and you don't have to sell any of your shit. Um, so we love to see that. We uh, love to see that. Um, your, your, you know, money is still, like, tight now, um, but your brothers uh, propose a toast from whatever mystery liquor is in their flasks, uh, and you all celebrate getting to keep the house. To owning um, the house! And you, you all cheers. Fuck the rich! <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, and then later on that evening, as as you're all getting ready for bread, your brothers are actually going to stay at the house for a couple of days, but then they'll move into the barracks here in Waterdeep. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, um, your brothers come find you. Your father's already asleep. They're like, so the money? Yeah, we should talk about the money because honestly, 500 talons? You are two grown-ass adult men in the military. A th over a thousand talents? Yeah. That's more than a lot of people make a year. Penny. Any attractive woman in the, the city. So you're... No, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Saying I'm, a I'm an independent woman making my way in the world getting ridiculous amounts of loans from rich people that I am going to regret paying back for the rest of my life. And, you know, it's fine. We're fine. We're here. We're living. Honestly, I didn't do anything for that money that mom wouldn't, and I can say this honestly, that mom wouldn't have approved of. And I can promise you that. Make a persuasion check. Eighteen. All right. Good night, Penny. Night. All right. So, uh, what does Penny spend the rest of her downtime doing? I know you're planning to go see, go do stuff with Octavia regarding the case you're both working on. Um, is there anything else? I'm just researching more about other foreclosure foreclosures in the city to see yeah. if any which other neighborhoods are getting yeah. hit. It's funny because by the end of this two 10-day period, the other houses on your block get foreclosed. That's, like, actually really fucked up, though. Like, we're just uh, sitting there and everyone's one, Yeah, one or two other families on your block were able to scrape enough together to save their homes. 
Um, but now your neighborhood is like a ghost town. There's like three or four families left. And with that sobering note, <laughs> Octavia, what are you doing during this period, aside from working with Penny, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, uh, I'm going to spend all of my money on spells. Sure, sure. You do get it. You do. Oh, you do both. Spells. You do both get a uh, another, an, another paycheck during this period. Um, and Penny, your new pay rate has now taken effect uh, after bills are deduced. Um, your contribution to the bills are deduced. Uh, you make 50 talents. Big girl money. Yeah. Um, graduated. Yeah. So you're spending all your money doing spell stuff. Yeah, it should be seven hundred all or seven hundred uh, talents to get the uh, all of the spells that I can cast from the spell book that we took off of the guard. Great. If I if I did my math right. Great. So it's three first three first level one second and three third. I will take your word for it. Uh, excellent. Yeah, you spend a lot of time doing you know, doing research and it costs a lot of money to get the right components and the right types of paper. But yeah, you're able to add all of this to your spell book. Uh, you craft some new, um, some new flash bulbs for your camera. Uh, I'm also going to uh, practice not using my camera as yeah. a focus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because typically that's how she would, but it's not a very discreet method. Sure. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, so you, you also get in a little bit of time with another arcane focus of your choice. Um, I think you said you had a component pouch as well? Yeah. Yeah, so you, you keep practicing with your component pouch. Um, okay. Great, and then you both plan on visiting Donald McCready. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, yeah, the two of you eventually tracked down this gentleman, Donald McCready. He, um, you know, he lives in a shack in Cliffside Ward, which is just a, a, a series of, like, small, rickety homes built onto the side of the cliff um, uh, that, 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 you know, divides um, Waterdeep. Um, 
And it's like walking on the pathways around here, which are also made up of rickety boards, is a little sketch. Um, but you eventually find the shack where uh, Donald McCready um, supposedly lives. Just two young, young people go knock for on sure. the door. Oh, this isn't uh, going to go terribly. I'm going to knock on the door. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just going to knock on the door. Great. Can yeah, we come um, up with a story? Are we telling him? Oh, well, he knew your dad. Can we just drop your name, your dad's name? Yeah. Or should we have a story? No? Okay. A couple moments pass and uh, you just hear you, you, the door opens like a little crack and um, a little eye like peeks out around the corner. Uh, Octavia, evens or odds? Evens. Evens. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're standing, uh, uh, Penny is standing like right in front of where the crack in the door happened. So his eyes uh, uh, see his eye like peeking through the crack sees you Penny doesn't see you Octavia based on where you're standing um, and he says alright who is it what do you want hi uh, my name's Penny Presswell and I have um, my friend Octavia Beret with me here um, are you Donald McCready uh, who's asking well I just told you Penny Presswell and Octavia Beret yeah yeah you knew what I okay. meant okay. why are you here um, we, uh, actually Octavia's father, um, named you as someone we might be able to talk to about something, um, potentially the, and then she'll like look around real nervously and then she'll look at Octavia like, am I saying that? Or should I just drop the, the watchful order? door slams in your face um donnie we came it took us 30 minutes to get here go away i don't want to talk about it we're here to help you uh, no we don't no go we don't like them either i don't should i be saying this out loud this sounds crazy i don't um Octavia, make a persuasion check for me. Okay, okay. With, actually, with advantage, you and Penny are both working together on this, but. 14. There's a, it, it, there's a pause. But, that voice door opens, and he sees you for the first time, Octavia. Hello, Seal? What? Alright. No. Alright, well, can't have you shouting about the watchful order outside my door. Get inside. Get inside. I wouldn't have had to if you wouldn't have... But Just... Okay, I'm going! Oh my god! All right. Um, yeah, you enter one room shack. 
tiny bed pushed up against the corner, uh, 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 you know, um, small like cast iron, like cooking pot, uh, a setup off the side, um, simple table, only one chair. He sits down in the chair. <laughs> uh, this is a, a, an older human man. Um, he is a little hunched over. He's got sort of a scraggly uh, gray beard. He's bald on the top of his head. Um, and he's uh, uh, he's got like, just, you know, he keeps like glancing around. His clothes are like, you know, uh, uh, worn and patched over multiple times. Um, and he just sort of, he just slumps down in his chair. Um, and, you know, he, he sort of, sort of, uh, uh, drums his fingers on the table and you notice that he's missing, uh, uh, two of the fingers on his right hand. Um, all right. Ask me about goddamn watch for and he, he seems to have, like, reset, but you can, like, his eyes keep flitting to you, Octavia, and he's got, like, sort of a weird, like, it's almost like he recognizes you, but that can't be. I've never seen this man in my life. Um, yeah, so we're both reporters for... The Waterdeep Times. My, <laughs> my father, father works there. Um, yeah, that too. damn fool Pierre, huh? He's still kicking around, is he? Well, he he's he's doing all right. Why do you call him a damn fool? Sounds like something that has a story behind it. Ah, uh, he uh, you know, he he was trying to dig up some stuff on the Watchful Warrior and. Me and my people had been sort of moving against them for quite some time, and I don't know, wasn't moving quick enough for him. Maybe we were doing something that was a little too dangerous. Uh, I don't, I don't rightly know, but he left before it got. Well, he left. I don't know why Felicio let him hang around with us all the time. So he was part of your group. No, not really. He just sort of, you know, Felocio, the person in charge of our little sect, um, said it might be useful to have a, have a, you know, a reporter friend. He was with us doing his investigation stuff, but he was never really one of us. And so like I said, he left. When? He was hanging around with us for pretty regularly for a few months. And then, uh, you know, I don't know if things weren't moving fast enough for him or he just didn't think there was anything worthwhile, but he decided that, uh, you know, what we were doing wasn't for him anymore. And he left. Right, but like, how long ago? decades or more oh gosh what year was it when all that went down oh, 
Penny's gonna like lean over to Octavia and be like, how old are you? Like 25. Was it like 25 years ago that he left? I see it's 99 now. It was but would have been. Yeah, it would have been in 74, thereabouts. Penny's gonna Late literally look at Octavia like literally 74. like <laughs> Um can you excuse us for just a moment? I just need to unpack something real quick with my associate. And then she's just gonna take a few steps back just to the other corner of the shack. It's not really that big. But she's going to pull Octavia aside. Do you know who Felosia is? I've, I just heard the name off of my father's list when, when we got it. Okay, follow-up question. Do you know who your mom is? No. Octavia, we have some stuff to pack, unpack after this interview. Um, we're just going to... Okay. Let's 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 get yeah, through yeah, this yeah. first, and then we yeah, can yeah. Deal I with just want to make sure. Are you okay? Because that. that's a lot of yeah, information. Because I'm not okay with that information. So I just want to make sure we're hanging on there. I'm fine. Let's uh, let's let's. So, Donald, um, what exactly did your group do to to move against the Watchful Order? <sighs> Well, we'd been investigating them for some time. Um, you know, they were very, uh, we believe, Felosial believed that there was no greater tyranny than what the Watchful Order represented, which was locking magic behind a, an insane, you know, barrier to entry in terms of the cost. So we were investigating them trying to find out what they were up to and you know they they've been doing they've been doing shady shit for you know quite some time at that point ever since uh ever since the black staff arara error and took over they've been they've been doing some some weird things and yeah we were looking into that seeing if we could figure out what they were up to find a way to undermine it. but Kind of went I'm to sorry. Shit. Were those were those names that took over, or, or is that a, a group? Black what? Staff is the title of the leader of the Watchful Order. And what and is Arara's last name again? Aranaeth. Arara Aranaeth. And sh they're still the head of. Yeah. Elf. How long? Elfin woman. Oh uh, yeah, she. Uh... Oh gosh. I don't know, she's been in charge of the Watchful Order uh, as long as I've been alive, at least. Okay. But according to Felosial, you know, the Watchful Order ne wasn't necessarily great before Aranaeth took over, but it wasn't as shady as it is now, mm -hmm. as it even was, you know, 25 years ago. Um, Octavia and I have been looking into stuff the Watchful Order's been doing, specifically in Waterdeep, and um, we've been doing some investigating on them foreclosing, well, buying up foreclosed properties, specifically in the Dock Ward, and renovating them. Um, 
a separate question unrelated to the first. Do you have any experience with mind flayers in the watchful order? Uh, no, I'm not, I can't say that I have, but I mean, uh, first time we actually made a real play against them. Understand, we spent a long time just trying to do research as best as we could, you know, stay on the outskirts. Uh, made our first big play, everything went to shit, so who knows. Do you know how large the Watchful Order organization is? Like, are we talking hundreds or thousands? Honestly, can't say. And you haven't been in contact with any of the rest of your group in a while? No, the rest of them made it out. How many were in your group? Um, there were, uh, nine of us, thereabouts, not counting your father. I'm sorry to hear that. No, no one made it out except you? No. What happened? Make a persuasion check. Oh, cocked. Frick. That's terrible. Uh, eight. No, I can't. That's understandable. Uh, I'm sure it's hard to think about. Um, but could you give us information on maybe if you know anything about headquarters or names of the watchful order maybe where a specific place that that went down that we could maybe look into or maybe something that that you found out that never that, that you were trying to uh, act on before that shit happened. Um, make one more persuasion check with advantage because you're working together on this one. I rolled the same for both, so 12. Well, that gets you something, but not everything. Okay. Um, there was a, there was a warehouse uh, by the train yard they um, used to bring in things on the on the railway and uh, move them into that warehouse and then we never knew what was in those railway containers but Philosial had a bad feeling about it don't know if they still use it but and where's the train yard is that in the cliff ward uh, in Undercliff yeah Undercliff Was that some place that they took the people that they found guilty of using magic without a license? Not sure. We had our suspicions, but... Be careful if you're going to look into that. That place was a sort of a trap for us. 
any heads up you can give us about specific traps that might help if we were interested in checking it out? Just don't pick a fight with them. Uh, I have a question. Um, Penny told me that she saw a person through a window that mm -hmm. looked like me. Mm -hmm. Would I be able to put together the pieces of that may have been uh, if you he thought I was if you Kira are putting together those pieces I would say Octavia can also be putting together those pieces fantastic and uh, so so back to Octavia so you said nobody else made it out and you're certain of that as far as I know was kind of all a blur. So you're not 100% certain that, that you're the only one left. You just haven't been in contact with any of the rest. So you're just, just assuming? Uh, okay, make another persuasion check. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Oh, yes, that's better. 21. Listen here. No one could have made it out. All right. We went to that warehouse, see what was in there. And there was nothing. Showed up. It was empty. They knew we were coming before we even got there. And then, then... A bunch of watchful order agents came up out of nowhere, including the Black Staff herself. Never seen spellcasting anything like it. My friends were falling left and right. Me and me and nowhere barely managed to get out of there. But while we were running away, nowhere got felled too. Right next to me, blood scattered all up my side. Nobody made it out but me. And I've spent the last almost 30 years afraid that they come knocking down my door any given second. I'm very sorry for your loss, but Penny said to me that when she was investigating, she saw a woman who was not me but looked like me, and from your reaction when I got here, I can only imagine that may have been your friend. It's impossible. Impossible. It's not possible. Would she have come for you? Yeah. Not only that, she was the first one who fell. In the fight, Blackstaff targeted her first. Identified her as a the leader. Well, that's very traumatic. Very sorry now, to have picked at this wound. If you two would kindly leave my home. I'm so sorry to thank you. you. Thank you for talking to us. I'm sorry to make you relive that. We won't bother you again. 
to a view exit. Octavia, you want to talk about that? You want to nope. do you want to talk? Okay, we're processing. Nope. Okay, that's fine. Nope. That's fine. We're processing. That's great. I'm here for the processing process. That's wonderful. And you know, when we're done with that, we can talk about it at a different time. Just know I'm here for you if you do want to talk about it, because that was a lot that just happened. Um, but yeah. Let's let's get back to the city. Great. Moving on. Bowman, what are you doing? Uh, so Bowman just got uh, recently hired to train uh, uh, Miss Rose. Yes. Uh, so besides working, Bowman's just going to be training. We'll go ahead and say that with Rose also paying you for training, you can go ahead and double what you would normally get each paycheck. Um, yeah, uh, uh, sort of the first evening of, 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 you know, your, your agreed upon trainings with Rose, she, you know, she shows up uh, uh, at the docks, she is wearing a much less frilly outfit than you've seen her in before, she's actually wearing pants and boots and, and a, you know, a simple uh, uh, shirt, um, cloak over to keep herself warm. So, this is how is where you live? Uh, I sleep here. I don't live really anywhere. Do you want to live somewhere? I could pay you more so you could afford somewhere. No. I'm happy here. Okay. So training then? Yes. Um, well, uh, we have, I have an associate. Well, Artemis and I have an associate. Uh, has a training grounds in their uh, house. Uh, we'll walk over there and train there tonight. Okay. Long ass walk from the docks to Janara's estate. To warm up. Sprint the whole time. Uh, Bowman is not a, no, Bowman's not a fast person, so he and also he's sixty. He is going to be with yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are also you know some steep slopes, and Rose is like, so is the uh, hike across the city part of the training? No. Okay. <laughs> As she hails like a like a a. a a taxi uh, a carriage service. Uh, like, Bowman's gonna grab the back of her cloak and just kind of pull her along. It's like, <laughs> there's no taxis outside the city. We're, we're still inside the city. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're just gonna keep walking. Uh, yeah. By the time you get to Janara's place, she is exhausted. Um, but uh, uh, you can start the training with her. Um, hi! Hi! Nice to meet you. I'm, uh, Ro Rose, I guess you could call me. Am I there? Is she talking yeah. to me? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You're there at your house. <laughs> Hello! Nice to meet you. Bowman! Miss Darling, if I, I, I do apologize for the abrupt, uh, abrupt uh, intrusion. But 
if you wouldn't mind, and we'd like to do some training. Oh, by all means. I'm so happy people are using it willingly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that a dig? Incredible. Scene? Incredible. It's <laughs> a dig at all, y'all. <laughs> um, Rose. But I am. Uh, and then we're just going to do some basic, uh, 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 we have a, there's a couple of dummies, I assume, Yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to show some basic hand-to-hand -hand combat. Great. Uh, grapples and takedowns. Great. Yeah. Yeah, you start walking her through all that. Um, I would say at the end of the first day, she says, uh, can we just start next time here? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> See you next time. See you tomorrow, Rose. Uh, yeah, you spend the next two ten days um, training Rose uh, in the evenings. Um, I do want to go to snack and buy okay. a, uh, a, a magical weapon. Okay. Yeah, what sort of magical weapon are you looking to procure? Uh, just like I said, a plus, just a basic plus one dagger. All right. Uh, he does have one in stock. Um... That is going to be uh like a hundred and twenty-five talents. Of course. Uh, uh it of course because it, it is a snack enchanted item will have an extra extra effect. Yep. Okay. Um, it's a plus five. <gasps> you wish. <laughs> That's not a real thing. Um, no, it is. Sorry, let me consult the tables. What if it screams every time you hit something? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, ow, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. You're killing the both of us! <laughs> it does 1d4 psychic damage to the wielder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, as Snack hands it to you, you see he, he's, uh, he passes it over to you and he, he settles into the floor a little bit more than he was. And he's like, just so you know. And as you take the, take the blade, you suddenly feel like yourself just lift just like the slightest bit. He's like, yeah, uh, just so you know, that makes you a little bit lighter <laughs> when you're holding it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Not super good for me. I'm, um, I'm light enough already, but... Yeah, Bowman, Bowman takes it. Doesn't feel any difference. So, oh uh, yeah, much difference. All right, you don't have to patronize. Them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, great. You have that. Uh, do you give it to Rose right away, or are you planning to save it for a special occasion? It is. I'm going to give it to her on her last day before she leaves the city. Okay. Uh, yeah, during your training, she hasn't expressed an exact time frame on when that will be, 
Um, but she's, yeah, she starts improving during the training. Okay, Nix. Nix, one, first thing she's gonna do on like the day after midwinter ball is go down to Sanctuary's bar because she needs to make sure that she has a job if she is going to quit Blood Kith because she knows that the company's going down and she doesn't want to be there very much longer anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So just going to go check on that. Great. Uh, yeah, you go there meet Sanctuary, uh, you know, you met, met Sanctuary a couple times now, um, it's like, um, yes, uh, uh, I do think I have some work for somebody with a tinkerer's skill set, um, let me put you through a trial first, uh, sure. this tap hasn't worked in over a year, it's the one I don't use, I put it ale in all the other taps because this one doesn't work. If you make any, if you can fix it, job is yours. Okay. Make a Tinker's Tools check. Eighteen. Uh, you, you know, fiddle with it for a little while, put some, like, put, like, a bucket of water underneath where, like, a keg would usually go, and you, like, start, like, trying to get the, like, water up through it, and you fix whatever the problem is. Ah! Ah, cool! I've never worked with these things before, so that was, that could have gone a number of different ways, but it, hey! The job is yours. Cool. Um, just a question, just mm. in terms of planning and stuff. Uh, how much does the job pay? Uh, so what you, what I tell you, you get is minus right. Uh, uh, bills. Um, basically, what it tells you is what you're currently making. Sure. That's fine. You know what? Beggars can't be choosers. Um, great. When do you want me to start? Whenever you're available. Okay. Work during the day. I've got all sorts of odds and ends that need fixed up around here, so. Sure. Um, and hey, if you, if any of your, like, friends need a handy person. Okay. I'll I'm keep, here. I'll you keep that in mind. Definitely loan me out. Um, all right. So then. The next day, Nyx is going to go to the factory and she just, hey, I quit. She's going to go yeah. up and be like, Nyx shows up and quits I and quit. leaves. Bye. Not even a two weeks, <laughs> two 10 day? Nope. <laughs> um, she's out. I, they didn't like me in the first place. It's true. So it's true. Um, and I don't need them as a reference, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> You'll never be able to go back. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if there will be a company to go back to. Don't tell them that. <laughs> but on my way out, I stop by and I 
see what's his face. What's his face? A gut Angus. Angus. I stop by and I see Angus and I go, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the paper yesterday. Yes. Y'all might want to get the heck out of Dodge. See, here's the thing. We were thinking this might be an opportunity for us. Oh. While the boss is away, the workers organize. Yes. Do it. I'm getting the fuck out of here. But if you want any help, fully support you. Got a lot of experience with organizations. Just, I like hand over my address, like come find me. I can rally troops. Like, let's do this. Appreciate it. Wish you luck on your future endeavors. And Angus will have Um, yeah, so Nick spends most of the next two weeks just fixing shit. Yeah, it's Um, hard work. There's a lot of shit that needs fixed around uh, Stevedore's Steins. So, uh, yeah, you keep yourself nice and busy doing that. Yeah, and then there's a couple EPA meetings that I go to. Yeah. um, Share the news that, um, yep, yep, yep. Gerald Wilmington is back on our side. Yes. yes. However, enthusiastically they, that might sure, be. Sure. Um, and just we I assume that we discuss the news that um that uh the o- open lord is running for president and all that. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Of course, all of that comes up in your meetings. Uh they are cautiously optimistic about mm-hmm. Leishana Silverhand's promises. Of course, you know, doesn't matter if she doesn't keep any of them, um, right. but cautiously optimistic. Um, great. Shannara. Um, <laughs> out with you. So the main thing I would really, really like to do is I've would love to have a conversation with my parents mm-hmm. but is there a way i can do this other than just the sending stone i probably can't go and like right yeah so i mean if you if you want to send them a message like hey i really need to talk to you but it's going to take longer than a sending stone is there you could send like a message to that regard first okay, if you i'll do to that see what they say i'll do that okay yeah you get back after sending that message like um uh, if you give us a 10-day to get to um, a location with a teleportation circle, we can meet you at Leaf's Tower for a little bit and then teleport back. Uh, I'll, I'll just respond with, no huge rush. Don't change your plans too much, but it would be really wonderful to see you. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, you get, you get the next, uh, uh, next message the next day from them with a time and a date. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, you go and meet them on that day and time at Leafs Tower. Um, gather in the in the sitting in the cramped sitting room uh, uh your parents um are there as is as is the tabaxi wizard that travels with them leaf 
there, there's a side room that you didn't see before. Okay. Hidden behind some of the towers of, of uh, books and such or other rooms. Okay. Great. Yes. Um. Hello, Chinara. Uh, your mother, like, hugs you. Your father, like, comes over, gives you, like, a kiss on the forehead. Like, how are you doing, dear? I'm okay. But I have a lot going on. And I would love to fill you in a bit and also try to get some information because I feel like some of the people I might be dealing with maybe people that you've crossed paths with or maybe have some information on that you could help me and my adventuring party out with. Always happy to help new adventurers. Play it on us. So I'm going to basically give them the the rundown. I might not mention that I've killed someone, but but you know, maybe they murdered plenty of people. <laughs> I I probably, you know, I probably end up giving them that detail as well and just explaining that I was yeah. really worried this person was going to, you know, kill my friends. Um self-defense you gotta protect you gotta protect your your fellow part your fellow party members it's most important um, thing i understand and then at the end of the whole rundown i'm hoping they might have information on the watchful order and fear kindler specifically okay yeah uh, uh as you come to an end of this story just uh matt does leaf have any input on leaf any of has this been, leaf has been quietly um sucking at his pipe um just kind of leaning against his tail kind of against a tower of weird odds and ends that kind of resembles a scratching post but not really um and just like quiet just quietly watching and now and then thinking maybe i shouldn't be here for this conversation but he's too curious <laughs> And nobody's kicked him out yet. And he's a little high. So he's just going to stay there. Sure, sure. Right. Um, so after you told this whole story, it's like, your mother says, so the watchful order had someone called Fear Kindler. Well, <clears throat> I mean, the watchful order is bad news. I, I mean, you know, I'm a sorcerer, Leaf here is a wizard, both have to have magic licenses in order to use magic here in Waterdeep. Uh, Leaf hisses. <laughs> he hates that. Um, but they've, I mean, they've been bad news. In particular, uh, I would be concerned about their current black staff. Um, Arara Araneith. She's got, uh, she's got quite the reputation for being power hungry and willing to do anything to achieve what she wants. What's her last name? Araneith. She's not in the public eye very often. The Black Staff is supposed to be uh, protector of Waterdeep. Their, their role is supposed to be to protect Waterdeep from magical crises. But Arara has only ever served herself. 
Um, now the name, the name Fear Kindler, I'm not particularly familiar with. Fear, are you familiar? Um, your father thinks for a moment. The only Fear Kindler I've ever heard of is from uh, history. I, I mean, he um, Fear Kindler was a a, a red dragon that uh, in history books played a role in the Lumber Wars a few hundred years ago. Um, I'm no, you know, I, I'm no, uh, I've got a passing interest in history, but I'm no, like, military historian. <laughs> but my, my understanding of it is that uh, Federation wanted you know, this uh, large, once absorbed this large forest, there's a lot of pressure from the lumber guilds, um, but the forest was protected by druids, so when the lumbering comp lumber companies tried to move in, druids were causing all sorts of problems, and the Sword Coast went to war with the druids, the druids were beating them, and then the Sword Coast Federation paid a giant red dragon to come and burn up some of the forest. And the war ended. Jeez. But that's the only fear kindler I've ever heard of. What I don't understand, so I like, I obviously I told them about, you know, what we found. All these other names are everywhere. You know, you, you can hardly go a block without seeing one of these names somewhere in the city. But it seems like no one knows who Fear Kindler is. Maybe by intention. But I, I, I mean, it's a mighty coincidence that this Fear Kindler has the same name as this historical dragon. But... It can't be. Waterdeep has magical wards that prevent dragons from entering its bounds. Did I... Was I the one who... heard? No, I wasn't the one. No, that was Octavia. That was Octavia, okay. Um... So, I, I don't know, maybe this then. is some eccentric who changed their name to be the same as this dragon. I'm not sure, but I mean, dragons can't get into Waterdeep. I, I mean, those magical wards extend to include the parts of the city that aren't on the plateau. I, I mean, everything that is considered, that is even colloquially considered part of the city is protected by those wards. Would Leaf have any more information? I know he was a retired archaeologist. <laughs> Do you, do you want me to pull up his character sheet real quick? Uh, just make a history check and we'll say add plus, I don't know, five for int and another plus four for proficiency? Great. Great. Nine that's plus nice. nine? That sounds right. So that's a natural 20. Right, that's a 29. So, yeah, I mean, Leaf, you know, you, you kind of co corroborate a lot of that, like, his you're able to co corroborate a lot of that, like, historic history lesson from Janara's father. He got most of the details right. You know, a couple little details are a little off, but in the grand scheme of things, nothing like that. Sure. You know, 
crazy important. Um, in terms of the magical wards around Waterdeep, because that's both like an arcane thing and a historical thing. That's something that's been in Waterdeep for thousands and thousands of years. Leaf, you know that that ward is controlled by a magic staff. These, uh, uh, that magic staff being, uh, hold on, hold on, that's not right. I tried to find the correct staff. Hold on one second. It's got a hard name, so I want to have it in front of me before I tell you it. Um, It is called the Dragon Staff of Agheron. Staff of what? Agheron. Agheron is famously a major historical figure in Waterdeep's history. Still alive? No, long dead. So he, who's controlling the staff now? So the dragon staff of Agheron is a magical artifact that is passed down through the historical record in control of of people that of the people that run the city. Typically, the, the black city? staffs. So. So that's uh, so leaf. You get all of that. So the dragon staff of Agheron controls the anti dragon ward. Now the anti dragon wards are undispellable, but the dragon staff can be used to allow particular dragons in on permission of the wielder of the staff. The wielder this of the staff. Dragon is still alive. We're Okay. The wielder of the staff can also revoke that permission. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'll finish writing those notes after. Um, the other thing that I want to talk to them about is Lashana Silverhand um, would like you to back her for president because she believes that you have enough influence. The open lord's running for president? She is. Um, She's running on a campaign um, for the People's Party. Do you like her? I like that she's running on a campaign for the People's Party, but I just met her a little over 10 days ago. So I don't really know her and I couldn't really get a read on her. I told her I would back her if she continued to support everyone having the right to vote. But I told her I would also revoke my my backing if she changed her stance. Jadar, I'll be honest, we're not in the city that often. You know that. Don't really know much about the politics happening here. If you think she's a good option, then we will endorse her. Okay. I will let her know. Yeah, absolutely. She can 
Well, she has magical means of contacting us. She can. Otherwise, you know, next time we're in a major settlement, we can reach out more officially. Probably not tonight, but you were yeah. the other end of the teleportation circle. We're kind of borrowing without permission. So should probably get back soon then. Yeah. yeah, they'll be unconscious a little longer. <laughs> I'm going to hug Leaf. <laughs> um, I really appreciate you making it here when I needed you. Of course. We're trying to do better. You're doing better. Okay. Stay safe. Safe as you can anyway. I will. You too. I love you both. Love you. Um, I'm not going to let other people know. I'll send out though to people saying at some point we should all have a meeting. Yeah. But we won't do it this 10 day because people are doing their own things in this 10 day. Sure. Um, the other thing I feel like I... I don't know. I don't really have any other pressing things. I think I'm spending a lot of time with Sanctuary in these 10 days because I haven't seen him yeah. as often as I normally yeah. would. So I'm probably... Great. You see uh, Nick's work at Gone, yeah. like doing handiwork around the bar several mm -hmm. times during that period. Yeah. Great. Yeah. At the end of this 20-day period, you know, news about the Blood Keith case has been ramping up and ramping up as the oh, trial yeah. has been happening. <laughs> and now it is time to determine the future of Blood Keith textiles. We're rolling up to dice. dice? Yes. Oh, no. Yes, indeed. This is how the justice system does it. It's absolutely. Oh, true. God. Um, but they pay for the dice. So, regardless of what I get on the dice, Ovina herself is going down. The evidence you found was damaged. What happened on Drasse? I guess the dice will tell us. <laughs> Ooh, that flare. That flare. Ben, take a point of inspiration for that flare. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'll... Roll a D8 with that. <laughs> Do we want higher numbers? I don't know. I don't know. You want know. higher numbers. Okay. This is oh, a D20 great. roll. So, okay. <clears throat> um, as this case goes on over time, they bring in some star witnesses, including Ovina's father. Eventually, um, it ends up taking longer than this two 10 days to completely wrap up the case. But by the end of the two 10 days, most people have a pretty good idea where things are going. The chief, uh, the chief uh, uh, legal correspondent at the Waterdeep Times even writes an article about how though there is still work to do, the case is basically over. Ovina Bloodkeith, the vast majority of her board of directors, as well as uh, leadership of many other positions in the company, 
um, are all facing charges for embezzlement. Ovina is further being charged for a variety of other crimes. Um, now, only Ovina's punishment comes with jail time. Everybody else's punishment is fines. The with the company in disarray, they're losing their CEO, and most of the members of their board who are forced to abdicate their positions, an opening comes up for Ravina's father to take the company back over. Bloodkeep Textiles is still in the hands of the Bloodkeep. Uh, Ovina's father roots out anyone in the company that was loyal to Ovina, fires them on the spot. No conversation or debate about it. They're just done. During this period of confusion, um, the workers at uh, Blood Keith Textiles Factories um, in Waterdeep and elsewhere use this confusion and opportunity to unionize, go on strike, and they basically present to the factory, to the leaders of the various factories, like, hey, look, this company is about to fucking crash and burn. If you want to stay afloat, you need us. So you're going to give us better conditions or the company's screwed. The EPA also provides protection for the strikers yes. against strike breakers. Yes, yes. Because Blood Keith Textiles is in such disarray, they are unable to withstand against the strikers' demands for very long and capitulate. Thank you. Congratulations, you got the best result possible. Woo! Hey! What happened to little old Dane Bloodkeith? Uh, <laughs> he's dead. I think he disappeared before we got into the, uh, what, what the headquarters. What's to the gelatinous cube? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the oh gelatinous God. cubes. The gelatinous cubes and the troll are, of course, found in Bloodkeith headquarters. The troll is very carefully removed from the city and released back in its natural habitat. Um, the gelatinous cubes, fun story, they were kept in a secret room just off of the safe's room and would be released into the safe's room if it was entered improperly from the main door. That was the trap that you saw from the other side of the main door uh, when you went in through the secret door, Artemis. Oh. <laughs> what, um, happened, what happened to Brian? Kent, is Brian head of security now? Uh, you'll have to reach out to Brian specifically to find out what happened to Brian. He's totally but uh, the gelatinous cubes um, were also carefully removed from <clears throat> Blood Keith textiles uh, and were acquired by the Watchful Order. Not great. Oh shit! But mm. you win some, you lose some. So basically, return to their natural habitat. As well. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Um, They're kind. 
So with that, the Bloodkeith arc comes to its conclusion. One officially and completely down. Many more to go. Yeah, I feel like it's going to come back up again. With the the end of this two-ten-day period, you all gather back together, as asked by Freedom, to discuss moving forward with your next target, Fiero Maravaldi, president of the National Bank of Waterdeep. Are we at Gennaro's or are we at the... I would say this time you're at Gennaro's. Snacks. Snacks, drinks, all the usual. I like to think Penny was training this night and she's exhausted. Yeah. This uh, is one of her tactics that she's had to do. Rose is was also training that night because Rose trains every night with Bowman. So the two of you were both there training. Um, but Rose leaves before the meeting, obviously. Um, <laughs> Artemis, you wait a little bit. Sure. Artemis shows up late to everything just uh-huh. so doesn't have Every to time Penny sees Rose training and then Artemis after, she will go up to Artemis and be like, saw your girlfriend tonight. She's training downstairs every time without fail. I just imagine after like the 20 day period, Rose is now getting just like a mini six pack and is just getting more definition. She She's definitely getting more days? muscle definition. She's getting more muscle definition. She doesn't have a you six have, pack. You haven't, you haven't, but, you haven't trained with Bowman. Bowman, you don't know what he's doing. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Damn, start know. training this with This is me. the, <laughs> thanks for subscribing to the Bowman 20 day challenge. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. training Today, with me, you're getting buff. Well, you're yeah. getting fast. Yeah. 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 Um, Yes, uh, uh, because this is the end of another uh, 10-day, of course, you all get another paycheck. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, mark that. Oh, my God. Uh, that's so many bars of soap. So many Money bars back. of soap. Um, yeah, you all are sort of having a good time. Um, and then Freedom arrives, uh, of course. Um, and uh, she sits down and says, all right, let's discuss what I found out. That will end the episode tonight. Um, Nice little downtime episode. Uh, Thanks for playing, everybody. Nice, some nice, uh, nice role playing for this downtime. And then next time we will keep going with the Diero Marivaldi arc and see where that goes. Yes. So, thank you for playing, and thank you everybody for watching. don't forget to do all those YouTube things, follow us on social media, follow the podcast, everything like that. We appreciate the support, and we'll see you all next time. Good night.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.